Hey, Galen Mayan here. Welcome to the Coffee Talkie Show, the podcast for women living abroad. Today, we have a special guest with us, Lacey. She's here to chat about her incredible journey as a woman living abroad, embracing diverse cultures and inspiring others to be phenomenal everywhere. But first, let us introduce you to our guest. Lacey C. Clark, CEO of Sister Sanctuary, is originally from Philadelphia, USA, and is currently in central Mexico as we speak with her. She is location-independent, digital, and creative nomad, plus solo traveler for 25 years, living on five continents in total. Today, she creatively shares her life experiences through the lens of self-love as a Black woman. Notably, she has created a groundbreaking solo play and audiobook titled Phenomenal Everywhere that explores her journey. Wow. Her mission over the past two decades has been to inspire women of all backgrounds to stay true to themselves and embrace self-love, and she has achieved remarkable success in doing so. We invite you to grab your coffee and notebook and give a big loving welcome to Lacey. Hi, Lacey. Thank you so much for being here with us. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. We're so happy to have you and we'll jump right into the conversation. So tell us a little bit about your journey so far as a woman living abroad. Wow. So <laughs> it's been a long journey. Um, let's see. It started when I was 19, so a long time ago. <laughs> I was a teenager, but... Um, you know, I think the first experience I had was I was living in Paris and it just kind of opened me up to the realities of so many different realities, right? Like how many different experiences can one have and how many experiences are there available to actually live? And so I think from that point, I was bitten by that quote unquote expat bug. <laughs> like I got to find other experiences that just feel different from what I'm used to. You know, um, because the way I understood it when I was growing up, but this is how life is. This is life. But life is so many different things. Right. And so many different experiences, I think. So my journey has been fascinating. There's been ups, there's been downs, there's been epiphanies and evolution and self-development and self-love and awarenesses and meeting great people and meeting weird people. I mean, it's so many things. <laughs> so in short, that's like the synopsis of my journey, but I'm very, very grateful for it. And it definitely helped to define me, you know, um, and um, define me and evolve me into the person I am today. That's amazing. So which country did you live in in this journey? So I was in, so I started out in France. So you said countries and not cities. So I started out in France. uh, Then I moved to Ghana. I lived in Ghana, West Africa. Then I lived in Thailand and then I lived in Colombia and I lived in, uh, I'm in, currently in Mexico. Uh, I lived in Canada, so Montreal. Um, where else have I lived? Uh, oh, I, did I say I said Paris? So five continents in total. So a lot of countries, but five continents, yeah. That's amazing. That That's pretty amazing. When we talk about like the number of times that we moved and then different countries that we moved, we're always like so fascinated to hear from women that have done like 
so much more because we know each each move requires like some adjustment and some learning curves and some challenges and there's exciting things and there are scary things and every time we dealt with it we're like Ooh, that's another one for the road and then we talk with someone that moved for like so many times so that's amazing we love it yeah i mean definitely definitely adjustment i think but i think since i started young the adaptation was built into me. Like I learned how to adapt quickly. And also, let me just say this, I was uh, trained in theater. So, so funny. I just wrote an essay about how uh, my life, that was a, that was the, like the foundation about learning how to be adaptable and how theater, like theater training kind of set the stage for me to, pun intended, for me to travel. Cause I think it helped me learn how to adapt quickly. Um, improv, um, all those different things that come with living abroad, you know, it, I was it, I was taught that at a very young age. So I think that was one of the things that helped me kind of to adapt or bridge that gap between where I was and where I chose to move to um, on several occasions. So, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I think being able to adapt yourself to new country, to new situation, you take it from theater and that's amazing. But I think it's one of the uh, biggest qualities you'll need when you're moving abroad. So, and we talk a, a lot about being able to adapt to new situation. That, that's amazing that you bring it from theater, from your training as, you know, at a very early age. So that's really nice. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. So it goes straight to my next question. It is like moving abroad and living in different countries and traveling a lot requires so many adjustment and especially like embracing different cultures and being like this. So you said you talked about theater, but how did you navigate and embrace different cultures in your journey? Like, how do you consider yourself right now? mix of all those cultures? Sure. Well, I find that um, people, in, I, this is so so beautiful, I feel, about humanity. I find that there are very kind of basic core connections that humans can have. And so, and I do, I believe, I believe heavily on like the idea of like frequency. Like I think that people can feel I believe this, like can feel your frequency. And so I believe that once you kind of harmonize, and I don't know how, I don't know how to explain it, but kind of harmonize the location, you get to kind of like connect with people organically. So for me, being immersed in various cultures, I think is about that human connection, that human frequency, if you will, that affords people to connect authentically. So does it to me, it doesn't matter what culture, I feel like a smile, if you come with good intentions and you have a smile, people can feel good intentions, right? People can feel a smile. People can feel, you know, if you want to learn about them as opposed to, I want to dominate or I want to tell you I'm better than you, right? So I think for me, that's the human connector. And now the culture, like, okay, so for instance, obviously not walking in, 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 you know, in Asia, taking off your shoes. Like that's respect before you walk into a space, right? Or not pointing at people or, you know, the like these different adjustments are things you learn, I learn pre going into the country. But I think in the country, the human connection and the human intention and the human, like the you can feel the human heart, in my opinion. <laughs> so I feel like that's been helpful in my adjustment. Like, 
it there's a lot of stuff on top of people in terms of culture and things rights but i think that there's a core connect connector and i feel that's how it helps me to adjust uh i i love that you said that because that's one of the things that we share all the time if you come with a smile and you say the first word if you say hello in the local language you will get like you will get such a different vibe from other people and it doesn't matter if you like listening to us right now you are into frequencies energies stuff like that i don't know it depends it's very personal but a smile is an international language it works in every single culture that's okay and i love that you said you call it human connections because before being french or mexican or american or talent or finnish we're all human before that and when we try to connect on that base and on the core level of human connection and you you described it beautifully and i really agree with it then the connection it is much easier and then if you add to this some respect to local cultures and local way of doing things then It doesn't really matter if you don't speak the language, if you don't know everything, if you're making mistakes, if you're totally lost, but if the basics are there, then it will be much easier to navigate this life abroad. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. The basics, that's, I mean, it's like there's a there's fundamental, fundamental way of moving in the world. And if you understand that, to me, To, you know if you are, if one understands that fundamental way of moving it's like you can connect to all people no matter where you are now again there are things you have to adjust to like people we talked about you have to adjust you have to respect you have to understand sometimes you have to ask questions like what well, in my world it works like this but to, to them it's a whole different thing you know what I mean like you don't do that there oh now I understand you know what I mean so but I think that if they can feel that you don't mean to disrespect or you don't mean to to be um you know you um out of, out of you know they, they, they can feel that then it's okay you know what I mean you, you can learn you learn along the way so absolutely I can totally relate to this so could you share with us maybe some uh particular memorable or transformative uh, moments from your adventures living abroad oh, so many <laughs> so many over so many years okay let's see hmm okay all right here's one and um, this is one profound one so when I was in Thailand I lived in Thailand uh, Chiang Mai And, um, the, well, actually the first time I didn't live in Chiang Mai, I just wanted to go visit. So I actually, was, I was so in love with Thailand and I kept going back at first. I went, I went back four times every, well, every single year. So for four years straight, I went back and each time got longer. So the first time was two weeks. The second time was like, I think it was three weeks or four weeks, whatever. And then it got there and I basically stayed for, I lived there for a year and a half. Anyway, here's the point. Um, when I was in Thailand, the first time I went. In America, you know, I feel like everybody is striving for something or 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 working against something if you don't agree with the system or the, how we, how things are going or you you might agree but you're striving it's always like this it feels like a force in my opinion like either you're like no I disagree with that or I'm anti that that's not what I believe in of course in terms of you know the historical aspects of America um, or you know I'm fighting to get to the top whatever the top is. When I went to Thailand, it's a Buddhist country, right? So, I mean, they have Muslims as well um, in Thailand. But because it was a Buddhist country, I didn't feel that friction of trying to get somewhere or be resistant to something. You get what I'm saying? And I didn't realize how much that was part of my makeup. 
like the feeling of like, or mm, like it was a constant, like, you know what I mean? Friction of back and forth. So when I went to Thailand, I felt like the whole country made me feel like I could just be. I didn't feel like I had to strive for anything or resist anything. I could literally, that was the first time in my life I felt that. I was in my 30s at the time. So it was really profound. It was profound because I had my, I had been made, like my, my makeup, what specifically being in America was either resistance, like no, or, you know, you got to, you know, hustle and get, you know what I mean? You got to get it, grind it, you know? And so that's been my whole makeup as a, as a person coming up in the United States. But then when I went to Thailand and and I think that's why I fell in love. Like, wait a minute, I could just be here. I don't have to like resist anything or strive for anything or whatever. I could just be. And that's why I fell in love with it. So that was profound for me because, like I said, like I never understood that feeling ever in my life prior to that moment. Wow, that's a core transformation. That's really deep, you know, and in, in, I love that when you're going to some place and it's really different from what you know, and then you take it with you and then you keep on traveling and moving to other, but this being is, it stays with you. And I love that. And I, I find it so beautiful. And as I was listening to you, I remembered like another sentence that we like we read a post a couple of months ago about someone that says like, when you move abroad, you can decide who you want to be. Like it's a clean slate. You are, you are starting a fresh new, it's not a chapter in the book. It's actually, you took like a new blank notebook and you're starting to write again and you can decide who to be. And sometimes it's when we distance ourselves from the places that we used to live in for so long. And that's what we're used to. Like, if you would have never left the US, you would have probably never thought that it's weird okay okay to, just be. to just be. Exactly. 100%. So I just love that sometimes we this distance, this change of perspective, this change of location is allowing us actually to find ourselves. And that's, I think, the best gift anyone can get in a lifetime to find themselves somewhere along the journey. 100%. 100%. Absolutely. Uh, I, I just loved it. And if, and if we talk about finding ourselves, then it leads me to the next question of like, what did you learn about self-love and self-empowerment um, from your experiences abroad? So for me... I mean, that, that one I just shared was really profound for me, of course. And that was like self-love. Like, okay, you could just, you don't have to, there's no trying. There's no, this just to be. But another one I would say is, you know, we talked about idea, the idea of resilience, right? And being adaptable. Um, I think that was profound for me in this journey because, you know, I had to adapt to weather. Like I've been places where it's, I literally was in this place, actually in Mexico, like two years ago, um, where it was the hottest place on earth, literally. Like there was no, like it was the hottest place. And I've been minus 15 below, you know, in Canada. Like I had to adjust so many times in different ways, you know, humidity, dry, you know, high altitude, low altitude, hot, cold. And so all of that is like, Again, it kind of makes me think about my theater experience because so we had to learn how to adjust and to like, you know, 
pop in and pop out, pop in and pop out. And so me popping into a cold experience, it's like, okay, just deal with it. Go with it. You know, when, when we deal with improv, improv is a really huge thing. And it's like, you know, you go with what they present you. Here's a yellow, you know, racket, you know, now talk, do a whole scene around a yellow racket. And here's a, a green, you know, hat. Now go ahead and dance with the green hat. Like, you know, all these different things you have to kind of like adjust to. So I would say that it really, it, it was a real life version of improv, you know, and a real life version of adaptability, a real life version of go with it. And so self-love to me is the many different things that come up and different journeys you'll have within yourself or different reflections you'll have within yourself. It's like, go with it, you know, go with the up, go with the down, <laughs> go with it and keep walking. And sometimes that's really hard. I mean, I, I'm not going to, it's, it's not always easy, you know, but it's always about the idea of going with it and, and evolving and continuing to grow and grow forth. So that's what I would say um, this journey has done for me in a lot of ways. I love that. I love that you compare uh, improv from theater to improv in real life. You know, life abroad is basically real life, but you just need to improvise a lot of times because there are a lot of uncertainties, a lot of situations where you're not prepared for what's arriving and you need to adapt and improvise. I never thought about it as a drama or a theater uh, connection, but this is it. Like you need to, it's not that you get a green hat and you need to improvise. It's that, for example, you find yourself in the street and you don't know where you need to go, but you, you know you have to go to the doctors, but you don't know how to do that. And you don't know how to ask for help or how to use the metro. And you got to improvise. You got to find a solution. That's where you become creative. And that's exactly the points also where when you beat yourself down, you talk to yourself badly, you said to yourself, oh my God, I don't know anything. How I'm not capable of doing this. This will only bring you down instead of helping you. And on the other end, when you're using self-love, self-empowerment, you can actually go forward, keep on moving forward and improvise along the way and find solutions. Right. I mean, it's, and that's the thing I want to read. I want to emphasize, like, I love this report that up too. Like, it's not always easy. I mean, you, and there's down points, you know, there's points where you feel lonely. There's points you may be depressed. There are points where you may feel like, you know, um, isolated. I mean, it's so many different experiences that you have, but like, you know, you just keep moving forward. And what is that forward unfold? You know what I mean? What is the other side of that feeling or that I'm lost or that I don't, you know, I don't know where I'm going. I don't really feel like I fit in here. You may feel that way sometimes too, you know, but I think, like I said, it's for me, it goes back to the resilience, keep moving forward. You know what I mean? Like experience how you feel, get the support you need to get through it. I mean, I've had low times abroad. Abroad is not a long vacation. I speak about that. Like it's not a long vacation where everything is fabulous and sunny all the time. Like, you know, like you're, you're going to have real emotions. You can have real heartbreak, you know, uh, you know, real, you know, real uh, uh, just sadness and, you know, despair and real. So there's, so there are ups and downs, but to me, um, it's almost like in a relationship, like if you're in a relationship that's healthy, you will have ups and downs and you don't leave at the first sight of like a little challenge. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, let's work through this. Can we get through this? And so, so having that conversation with myself, but also reaching out for help for, uh, from others and, you know, um, making sure I stay connected to support is really important. I think as well in terms of, in terms of uh, being well on the journey. 
I love that you compare it to a relationship because again, I didn't think about that. But when you think of relationship and up and down, what actually makes you go back to ups after a down is the love of a relationship. If there's love in between the couple and you talk to each other nicely and you listen to each other and you empower each other and you are willing to actually work together to go to better places. Because as you said, like there's ups and downs, it's life. We always say there's always ups and downs. It's always a wave. There's only one moment in life that it's flat and you don't want to get there. It's the end. It's the end usually. (laughs) So better have ups and downs. But love is, is the answer to relationships, ups and downs. And that's how we believe. And we see that you agree with it as well is that love is actually the answer to your journey abroad as well, to the ups and downs. If you're going to conquer the downs with some self-love and some self-empowerment and positive self-talk, you can do everything and you can deal with everything. Yes, agree 100%. Yes, I mean, I love it. Yeah, because, right, I mean, 100%. Like, I, I agree 100%, like, yeah, I mean, it's a, it is a relationship, right? It's a relationship with the world, right? You're having this relationship with the world, and it's like, okay, like, okay, and we're and if if you're a maturing adult, as I think we all are, hopefully we are all all are. Uh, if you're a maturing adult, we understand the complexity of relationship, right? We understand the complexity of growth, and so and so. I think the idea of like, right, that, okay, I'm going to stick with this because I do love the concept. <laughs> I love the idea that I can be somewhere else in the world and create a life. So I love that and I'm committed to that. And so, yeah, it's going to come with stuff, but the self-love as we we reflected uh, with each other, uh, the self-love, the commitment, the the idea of walking through this is what keeps us going forward. So yes, it definitely is. You have to look at it that way and not look at it as a long vacation because it's just not that. (laughs) It's so not that. Absolutely. (laughs) So what advice would you give to women who aspire to embark on their journey abroad? I would say it's a mindset shift at first. Like it's, you know, you have to be willing to give up what you're comfortable in. Like you have to be willing to give up comfort in that way and be afraid. But if you have a calling for it, do it anyway. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're going to, it's not going to be what you're used to. You know, it's not going to be, you're so many, depending on where you are, it's going to be the language thing, the cultural thing, the pace, the pace thing. Like, you know, in America, everything is like quick, fast, get it done. You know what I mean? In other countries, it's not that way. You have to deal with the pace. It could take two weeks sometimes. Like, oh my God, why is it taking this long? You know what I mean? Where in the States, it can be, you know, two days. So just know that wherever you're from, the pace and and the shift isn't it is a huge like th- throttle is it like a you know it's a big jolt if you will but it's a mindset shift like go into it with the mentality that it's not the same don't and don't compare oh here they did this and here they did that and there they do like if you compare i think that it really will like make you disappointed because you'll see how things are very very different so i would say mindset shift oh that's you said it perfectly, nailed it, mic drop, because that's all we are here. That's what we do. That's what we say all the time. And the comparison, the part of like, 
always comparing your life to, to another place, we always say it's different. It doesn't mean it's better. It doesn't mean it's worse. It just, it's different. And if, if you keep on comparing it to one another, you will be miserable. So mm, done with the comparison, yeah. just enjoy it. Mindset shift. Yeah. I, I also love that you say that it, it require, requires you leaving comfort behind a little bit, sometimes just for a while. And sometimes it this little while can take two years, 10 years, sometimes uncomfortable being. But if you have your reason, if you love it, and in going back to the relationship metaphor, if there is love here in this relationship, then even if it's uncomfortable, you do it anyway. Because like you said, you're called to do it and you love to do it and you love living here. So what if it's uncomfortable? You know, in the modern world, we go, we think that comfort is where we want to go. But in my opinion, and yeah. I think you agree with you, and maybe you too, comfort is Boring. not very interesting. When you're too comfortable, nothing happens. When you're too comfortable, you just lay down and nothing happens. You can't move forward being comfortable. If you want to move forward, you, you got to get out of this comfort zone. And uh, and that's the adventure. And that's nice. Uncomfortable is nice. Let's make the uncomfortable the new thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, yeah, 100%. I mean, I think I love that you said it can be the amount of time that it can be uncomfortable varies. But I think there are rewards. That's the thing. There are rewards to the discomfort because you're growing. It's almost like, it's new, like almost like when you see, you know, certain animals kind of shed their skin. I'm, I'm imagining that, that felt itchy or some kind of feeling that was uncomfortable before they, you know, came out into fresh skin or that, you know, caterpillar turning into a butterfly, like all of those transformations, you know, have some, you know, uh, weird movements of, about them. But what I was going to say about the discomfort, like, don't get me wrong, like, to me, to me, like living abroad there is beauty in that. There's beauty, there's rewards, there's, there's you know, greater experiences, there's peace, there, there could be joy. However, to me, what I'm saying, and I'm hearing, I think I'm hearing you say the same thing, is that that discomfort is you, like the, the, the inner world, your inner world saying, I'm leaving what I know behind and I'm venturing into a new place. And that is the adventure. That is the adventure. Like, I is the internal adventure and then there's the external adventure. Like physically, I'm doing this thing that's new and it's fresh and it's different. But then internally, like I have to shift in so many ways. My mind, my my thinking, my emotions, you know, how I show up. I mean, it's so many layers. <laughs> so many. And it's hard. Sometimes it's so hard, you know. Uh, you're so uncomfortable inside and out. Everything is uncomfortable sometimes. Sometimes you find more balance and you're more, you know, comfortable with yourself, but the outside is really uncomfortable and vice versa. But that's a journey and that's the beauty of it. And if you love it, then you're okay with being uncomfortable. And I think that for those who are listening to us right now, if if you feel like this, it's it's here, but it's not here, and it's it's nice, but you're angry as well, and you're frustrated, and you're excited, and you're and it's everything. You're in the right space. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. One hundred percent. All of that. 
this is life, honey, and you're enjoying it, and you can know that you're you're in the right space right now. And that, and to me, that is yes, one hundred percent. And that that's the growth. That's the growth. It's the willingness. It's the willingness to to be in that uh, vulnerable place. It's a vulnerable place because you don't have control. It's like okay, so therefore, you know, I feel this, I feel this, and I feel this, but. Just going with it. That's to me is like go with it and know that there's an other side to that feeling. There's an other side or those feelings. You know what I mean? And I think having the courage to walk through that is where the resilience comes in. Oh, you said it perfectly. And actually, we talked here about your background from theater. And we know you have a solo play and an audiobook called Phenomenal Everywhere. What's the inspiration? Can you tell us more about that? Sure. So <laughs> I've been doing this journey for, like I said, a long time and uh, started in my teens. And um, <clears throat> I actually turned my experiences into a creative work, creative art. <laughs> and so um, I have a solo. It started as a solo play. Like I said, it's called Phenomenal Everywhere. And it's about my journey around the world and uh, my self-love journey as well. So I talk about all of these different challenges that I've had in different places. I talked about the experience of how Thailand was so profound, you know what I mean? In terms of shifting me from doing and friction and, you know, thriving to being and all of those profound experiences I've had along, along the journey. And, um, I, I needed as a creative, so I'm a creative. And so, you know, the work that I've been doing is creative and I've been doing it around the world. Like it really, it, it just is an opportunity for me to fully express, to continue to express. When I wrote it, it came from a really low place. So meaning that I was in a I was in a low place when I wrote the the, the story, and it gave birth to a new version of who I am. And so it was my my un- discomfort, my you know, I gotta tell the story. I gotta go to places that I don't really want to go, but I have to tell the story, or it was going to affect me. And so. In a negative way. And so me telling my story was really a way to kind of give birth, birth to a new version of my of me. Um, so we've done this. I've done the show uh, on three continents and it's an audio book. But I also have I also have uh, I'm a living story. So I'm continuing to travel and um, I have phenomenal everywhere in this. And basically what that is, is like a weekly newsletter where I talk about the different things I learned along my, my journey over 25 years. Oh, wow. That's amazing. And we know that you have other brands, women empowerment brands. And could you share a little bit more about those and where can other women find you? So uh, the works of my company is called Sister Sanctuary. And so a lot of why I created Sister Sanctuary was because of images of women in media. And I, in my my world, I feel like the images are very limited to what women are and what women can be. Um And I, my show is the first of its kind. It's the first um, time we've put the world through a black woman's eye on stage. First time um, in the history of the world. (laughs) I was the first one to actually do a thank you. (laughs) I was actually the first one to present um, a black story in Thailand. Um, because, you know, they have stories from Hollywood, but they don't have the story yet. <laughs> they don't have the story yet. Um, so, so phenomenal everywhere and phenomenally you and my company, Sister Sanctuary, was really all about women's empowerment and helping women to see different images of themselves um, and to help them along the self-love journey. 
And so Phenomenal Everywhere is about my self-love journey. So it's a story that inspires the same work. Um, I've written books, Celebrate Her Now, Phenomenal You, and then the audiobook Phenomenal Everywhere with the same mission, self-love for women and girls. Wow. The world needs more people like you, Lacey. We just need women as strong as you are that and inspiring. and inspiring to continue and do what we do here. Because, you know, like sometimes, yeah, we need, we need to speak louder. We need to be out there. We need to empower each other. Uh, unfortunately, it's not as common still. Like it's becoming more and more, but it's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. We need to... Speak louder. Yeah. And of course, all the links to your work would be in uh, this description of this episode. So people can reach out to you if they want to see more about what you do. Yes. I invite, please, people to come and join the Phenomenal Everywhere subscription um, month, well, weekly emails. And, you know, we I hope that the, the vision is to expand the stories on different platforms in terms of different iterations as well. So please come along on the journey as we continue to expand. I love it. Oh, that's amazing. Lacey, we have one last question that we ask all of our guests. And it's, what does a smooth and positive move abroad means to you? So I think that it starts pre-move. <laughs> uh, again, I go with the whole idea of mindset. And to really get as much, as much facts and information that you can get about that location and about its culture first. Then I think it's about just preparing to see the world differently and preparing to receive the world differently. So seeing it and receiving it differently. And I think that helps it to be smoother because when you, or you could go, or you could go, you know, they call it blind, jump blindly into it and deal with all the bumps. I mean, that's part of the journey too. You could do that, but I do think the more, mental preparation you do in terms of information you acquire, in terms of learning about the culture, um, in terms of saying, I'm on a new journey, a fresh journey, a different journey, helps with just knowing that whatever comes to you is new and fresh and just deal with it. The resilience we talked about. That's beautiful and so well said. We love it. And we want to thank you so much, Lacey, for being here with us today. It means the world. We love talking with strong women like you from all over the world that are inspiring and are on a mission to make this world a better place. So thank you so much. Well, I want to say thank you. I appreciate it. I really enjoyed the conversation. <laughs> and uh, I think I'm grateful that you had me on the, on the platform. So thanks so much. Thank you, Lacey, for being here with us today. And thank you for joining us on the Coffee Doggy Show, the podcast for women living abroad. We hope you enjoy today's episode and gain valuable insights, tips, and inspiration for your journey as an expat. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes, please feel free to reach out to us via our website or social media. And if you loved what you heard today, please like, follow, and leave us a rating and a review on your favorite podcast platform. Until next time, sending positive vibes your way. 